This week on Homo Superior. My advice to you is this. Be kind to yourself and scream that kindness, not like a banshee, but a Sean Cassidy. Also, if a woman named Moira approaches you about what to wear to a gala, scream in that bitch's face. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Rose. That's good advice. Well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Off key. Welcome to Homo Superior, the only podcast that doesn't edit material and still only gives you 60% of what we record. Issue 281. I'm Kalen. I'm Clark. I'm Ryan. I'm Adam. And I'm Brent Wingate. And this week, Homo Superior celebrates six years of recording episodes and sometimes releasing them. (laughs) We review the first comic we read as a podcast and then play America's favorite game, Did It Happen or Did It Not in Amsterdam? Uh, we've got our ongoing review of X-Men, the animated series, uh, where Cyclops has some daddy issues. And as a daddy issues podcast, we work through them in case you haven't gotten enough Wolverine every day in your life. We're here to play a new game called the Wolverine name game. It's not well developed. Uh, Clark has a news attack. We have the issues, uh, plus issues from last week and plugs for and from daddies. But for some housekeeping. All right. Well, first of all, we want to start off with a, an apology, which is appropriate for our sixth anniversary. Uh, last week's episode. <laughs> We're still getting the hang of it. Yeah. Last week's episode, uh, we had a wonderful guest, Aaron Amos from Talking Comics Podcast. Unfortunately, due to recording issues, uh, the last 25 to 30 minutes uh, weren't recorded, which means that our issues and our Plug Me Daddy weren't recorded. So we're going to do a quick recap of last week's issues on top of this week's issues. So sorry, little homos. Yeah, that, that, that delicious content is behind a paywall now. Our first time listeners are like, this podcast is how long? <laughs> <laughs> how much you guys aren't better have now? An hour? Yeah. <clears throat> All right, let's get into some anniversary stuff. All right, so when we started this podcast in April of 2017, it was the resurrection era of the X-Men. It kicked off with X-Men Prime number one, and we reviewed it then, and we are going to re-review it. Uh, So just really quickly, uh, the writers for that issue were Mark Guggenheim, Colin Bunn, Greg Pak. Artists were Ibrahim Roberson, Ken Lashley, and Leonard Kirk. Uh, Just a really quick synopsis. Kitty's back from outer space. Storm convinces her to lead the X-Men. Kitty, in turn, convinces Storm to stay on with the X-Men. The original five, you remember that they were time displaced. Mm-hmm. They decide to go off on their own once again. And then Lady Deathstrike gets attacked for some reason. <laughs> it's such a buildup. It's such a weird buildup. So, uh, rereading it six years later, how do you think it holds up or doesn't hold up? So, Ryan, I'll start with you. It feels like every reboot that they've ever tried to do like over the years, and it feels so generic, and it feels like there's going to be no stakes. And as we've seen in the future, there are no stakes. <laughs> yeah. None of this shit really matters. Yeah. Um, it's really, really boring. The, the Weapon X program was so out of my brain that when I read the scene with Lady Deathstrike with and Carla or whatever the fuck her name was, I was like, oh, shit, have they been planting the Atelier the entire time? Yeah. And I was like, is that what she like? And I was like, oh, wait, no, never mind. There's an entire book series that, of garbage. That scene is confusing, but it's confusing because they're like, Lady Deathstrike, we're finally going to get you. And also these unknown mutants. <laughs> and you're like, 
<laughs> one of them is an old man Wolverine, and he's on the X Men team. It makes no fucking sense. Oh, right. sorry, sorry. We should probably spoilers. By the way, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. We don't encourage you to go back and read this. <laughs> yeah. This should be a free comic book issue. Like this should yeah. be. No, a free no, no, comic no. They should date. pay you to read yeah. it. Yeah. It uh, took three writers to write this fucking it's comic. Just <laughs> it's just boring. The art's so great. Boring. Yeah, the art's great. The art's nice. Yeah, it is quite boring. Uh, to Brian's point, it is um, Brian. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> yeah, Bri- yeah, Brian. Yeah, Brian. 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 You know the architect of all Marvel comics, Brian. Brian. Uh, they were, you know, had to reboot the X Men because the editorial had driven X Men to the ground. This is right after IVX, after Death of X, like. The X-Men were, uh, Marvel was almost trying to bury them in place of Inhumans, which never happened. Uh, And they were like, oh, let's bring back 90s nostalgia uh, in the worst way possible. And it was not good. The the one shot itself is actually not terrible. I thought it was competent. It's competent. It's not great. Uh, Obviously, it doesn't hit the heights of what happened, Hoxbox and post-Hoxbox. It's what came after where we just were like, oh, none of this is very good at all. We liked a few issues of Blue. Yeah. We did. Whenever it wasn't about the kids. Every Magneto, once in a yeah. 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 Yes. Magneto, Polaris, oh, Danger. Oh, that's true, yeah. yeah. Monster Vomit, Mother Vine, whatever the fuck that's Mother Vine. Um, monster Vomit. Uh, I, that's right. I was looking for any nuggets that sort of like carried through. Um, there's not a lot. Yeah. Um, except one little line that Kitty narrated a lot of this because she still was going by Kitty at the time. Yes. Um, no more Guardians of the Galaxy. No more romantic entanglements. With men, oh, oh, oh. named Peter. Um, uh, so if you just take off uh, named Peter, that's pretty interesting, right? Peter's you know also that too. Peter also means dick. Yeah. That. Oh, it, yeah, do. In like two years, she almost gets married to Colossus. In this, it's yeah. true. Yeah. So she, well, doesn't, even, she called, doesn't even believe in that. That's I called know. foreshadowing. Wow. Foreskin shadow. Foreskin <laughs> shadow. There you go, uh-huh. Brent. What did you think uh-huh. as someone who had never read these fucking comics in your entire life? And still hasn't. Well, (laughs) (laughs) Well, triggered. Yeah, being yeah. So I've got a bunch of thoughts. The first of which is looking back at this from the perspective of someone who's seen a lot more comics art and having just done Fashion Year. uh, Yeah, with with our (laughs) podcast. When When Storm shows up in her outfit, I'm like, this was a wild and wrong choice. Yeah, Uh, it did feel like all the dialogue was written by Chat GPT. (laughs) Um, But also, I'm having a kind of weird existential thing because I went back and uh, as a spoiler for what's going to happen in a few minutes, we're going to play a game of did it happen or did it not (gasps) with the first issue of the podcast. There are so many things you guys are saying that are so reminiscent of what you said. Oh, Oh, I love that. So people don't change. Okay. (laughs) They haven't learned anything. At one point, Ryan literally said, Prime was boring and whatever. Let's just move on. Okay, well, some things Kaylin, stay true. Caitlin started every sentence with a novel. <laughs> <laughs> but also what you were saying about the um, the Inhumans mm-hmm. is, is it feels almost verbatim. It's like a practice line that oh, you've wow, got wow. about I'm the history of comics. Very I mean, consistent. History, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Uh, wild. What else? Wild I, to me. All right. And did that happen or not? (laughs) I did want to comment. The hardest part of this writing in the comic was definitely the like, but I'm a woman. Like they, the heavy play on Jean Grey taking the leadership role rightfully, 
But I did love, like, it did feel like what Guggenheim's hands were all over this because I was like, this is shit they would talk about. But Colin Bunn wrote that part. Well, then he's fucking taking notes from Guggenheim. It's weird how the world has changed so much in this little bit of a time. Yeah. Yeah. This would not fly. That's true. The five went back to their original time. Uh, Kitty became Kate and bisexual. Weapon X meant nothing. (laughs) So (laughs) I did think there was a few things that we kind of liked and hoped for, like, Kitty kind of being more grown up and actually having responsibility over a team that that would be quite successful if competently done. Yeah. There was a lot of nervousness about Guggenheim and his quality as <laughs> right, a writer. Right, so. yeah. uh, But Kaylin, Did we call Kay- him Googies? Kaylin was, Kaylin was very confident Googs. that Googies got uh, Kate's, Kitty's uh, voice down, but no other characters. And I think that, that rang true uh? throughout Guggenheim's reign. Yeah. Quick, That's quick pulse check. What happened to old man Logan? He's gone, he got old. and you he need to not die. worry about he it. He got somehow. older. He got older. Like did he? He just did. Like, I think he, he went back to his own time and died. Yeah, yeah. he got gone. And something we read, I really can't. No, I mean, we didn't read. That. Okay, yeah, good, we stopped like, reading. What? We stopped reading a lot when, of when he when he left uh, our timeline. Yeah. Such a weird time, time when they were like. You guys want Gene back. Let's give you a child one. You want Wolverine back. Let's give you an <laughs> old one. one. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, The big, some of the biggest X-Men yeah. were dead at the time. Cyclops, Jean Grey, and Wolverine. Yeah, they killed yeah. Cyclops about a year after we started. Right? Uh, yeah. A year yeah, before they right. killed yeah. him off. Yeah. In the death of X. Oh, let me fucking read it. All right. Anyways. Yeah. Well, let's get into some. Do you want to do the did it happen? Or did yes. Yeah, I think we've sat on this book long one. enough. <laughs> episode one of our, po- of our podcast. He's going home and crying. Did it happen or did it not? This is a game that's all about plot. If it's true, then we should feel bad. But if it's a lie, then you have been had. Did it happen or did it not? It's often difficult to characterize the nature of an era when you're currently in it, but we decided to take a look back on our Dark Ages just six short years ago and review our first podcast was started with X-Men Prime, Gold, Blue, and Weapon X. It was a different time. Donald Trump was president. TikTok had just been invented. And we were all getting high on cocaine and listening to 80s music because Caitlin wouldn't stop DJing. This sounds like a C minus book report. <laughs> In conclusion, it was a land of contrast. <laughs> Maze is what they called corn. But what were we talking about? What weren't we? We'll find out now. The game is simple. I'm going to give you scenarios and you're going to tell me if they happened or not. All right. First one. Clark mentioned Glob Herman. Everyone got everyone but Brent got extraordinarily excited. Yes, that happened. Yeah, that's mm. true. It is true. <laughs> uh, Why did I mention Glob Herman? We were talking about mutants that don't look like humans. We were talking about uh, did you yeah, listen to this? Non-passing. No. Oh. Yeah, that's non-passing. so perfectly aligned because usually when people show excitement for something, I just go with it. I didn't know who Glob Herman was at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, Ryan said the wait, quote. Wait, wait, before we go there. Brent didn't know who Glob Herman was, but now he's Glob's biggest stan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about that? No. Okay. No, we talk about it every podcast. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Ryan said the quote. Oh, what I would do with Glob Herman. You don't even need lube, Glob. <laughs> Stick it right in. That definitely <laughs> oh happened. That's true. I mean, if it didn't, then I, I believe true. that Ryan said it another I, day. I would like to say it now if I didn't. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was an age of political correctness. Is that yes or no? And the pendulum was swinging back. Uh, okay. Brent decided to contribute with the following. I don't want to defend bigots, but... That sounds right. That sounds like that sounds very correct it. for yeah. Soundboy Brown. All right, it, yeah. was, it was true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kaylin, you're probably the best candidate to remember. Do you remember what I was defending? 
it was was her name Lydia Nance. She was damn Jesus. She was the oh my god. She was like the head of like the Friends of Humanity or something like that. And yes. and she was a stand-in for bigotry. And I think I was making the point that she was. It was like a you- softer side of bigotry. And we were all like, yeah, 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 this is a really good point. And Brent's like, well, I don't want to defend bigots, but they are actually living weapons or something like yeah. that. Well, he would remember it because Caitlin goes to bed listening to this episode every evening. It's my lullaby. It puts me to sleep. <laughs> I mean, it it like, puts you to sleep too, doesn't that's it? That's true. That yeah. sounds like something in the last two years I would also agree with. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, well, wow. Who's yeah. the bigot now? Adam countered, uh, Adam countered weapons. saying that this is just the same as uh, refugees. And Kaylin responded that there's danger to all superheroes, and you got to suspend disbelief. So we really do repeat ourselves, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we are consistent people. All right, let's move on. Always looking for the America's hottest fashions. At what point Adam remarked that he would love to replicate Lady Deathstrike's look? I don't think yeah, that feels so right. No. Yeah. Kaylin, what do you I have? don't think it's flashy enough. It's not a good enough. Look. I would have recreated. St- I don't. You don't like Storm's look. I was like, oh, hey. I, uh, <laughs> I don't think that happened. It did not. That is false. Uh, we did it. Better taste than uh, that. Clark's first contribution to the podcast <laughs> was that the relationship between Colossus and Kitty was gross. That yeah, that's, that's, that's right. right. I mean, I, yeah, definitely believe that. That sounds right. That's false. Oh. Oh, I'll say that. I probably said that twelve times <laughs> on podcasts. Since. Clark's other than saying his name, Clark's first contribution was to groan. <laughs> <laughs> Were we really very punny? At the very beginning. Oh, so actually it was that you were saying the Inhumans were the Marvel's fetch. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what, what a time that? Is that a joke? Is that true or <laughs> they not? They keep trying to make oh. the Inhumans happen. That's true. Oh, God. That's very fitting. Um, very fetching. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> oh, so speaking of puns, to wrap up the show, Kalen made a pun based on Andy Cohen's name, and Adam said, quote, we have to get better at these jokes. <laughs> no, that was probably me. <laughs> was that right? What do you think? I don't think I would say that. I probably said that. I think you said the latter, but I don't remember. I, I don't think I said that. It's about the whole the whole uh, thing. Is the whole thing true? I made the pun and Ryan said that. No, I, I don't think. I don't I, think. I think that's false. I don't think it's true. What do you think? I think it's true. It is true. Oh. Uh, you called. Uh, Ryan was claiming that he'll be the correspondent on who Iceman is fucking. <laughs> 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 and, and you you called him oh you'll be like oh, what's that guy from uh, Bravo uh, Andy Cohen uh, Dandy Cohen and, and <laughs> Adam said guys we have to get Adam, better at this you are I mean, you are right was, yeah. uh, we never learned anything bro. since Iceman's coming back as a comic can we have a new segment <laughs> oh, called wait. Snow Job <laughs> oh my god yeah should I keep up with yeah. it yes, yes. <laughs> you're the right. gay correspondent okay we get a sub segment called did it happen uh, Price is Right Style oh, oh, alright closest okay, without going over how many times did Adam refer- reference Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Arrow <laughs> god four uh, I'm gonna say only two you say two I'm, I'm gonna say six and go without that going mountain. over without go- closest without going over I'll do six. go lower Seven. Seven. Two, four, four. Six, seven. Four is the right number. Uh, four? <laughs> four separate times. Oh my God. That's enough. Yeah. That's, all, that's all he knew. <laughs> we were watching. We were obsessed. We, we were watching. I think I was binging. Time. I was definitely binging. Yeah, we were time. doing marathons. Yeah. All right, all right. Here's the last portion of this. Uh, this is a second subsegment called Multiple Choice. I didn't come up with a fun name. Man. Cool. It's Multiple, Multiple Choice. Man choice. All right. What was our first extra issue? Was it A, Black Panther trailer? <laughs> B, Miracle Man? C, Wonder Woman? D Spider-Man Homecoming or E Valerian. It was 
I think it was Wait, five. Hold on. Why don't oh. you chill? Oh. Because you obviously <laughs> go back. And you actually listen to this. I'm no, I don't remember this, but go uh, I'm going to say Valerian. That seems so very Valerian. Like, Black like, Panther trailer, uh, Wonder Woman, Spider-Man Homecoming. I'm going to say the Black Panther trailer. Uh, right. Valerian also, for fun. You said Valerian? Yeah. Kaylin, what do you say? Spider-Man Homecoming. <sighs> it was Wonder Woman. Oh, oh I missed Woman. that. I was, I was not on that issue. Yeah. Wonder Woman. That's why I don't remember. Wonder Woman, and then our second best <laughs> listen to podcast, the Black Panther trailer. Yeah, people <laughs> loved it. Uh, then it was Miracle Man. Then Spider Man Homecoming. Oh. Did we not do Valerian? Valerian, Valerian. was late. Valerian, yeah. Valerian, no, Valerian was the fifth. This That's is, what I'm saying. Valerian oh, was like oh. late. Valerian's when we realized let's not review things <laughs> that we don't like. That we hate. So bad. No, that one was fun though because <laughs> we was. really we were. It. Really drunk. No, you two especially, Adam and Clark. Y'all got really drunk. Oh, I was, yeah. I was, I had fun with it. Uh, yeah. Ryan suggested Rachel Gray get a better name than Prestige, God, uh, right. whom everyone kept saying looked like the discount magician. <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> if All it's right. not true, it's true. So Ryan suggested a name. Was it a oh, Magistum? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that a jizz in there? Or yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 B Red Sass or C Sheenix Force. <laughs> I think Red Sass. That kind of. I, I don't think to, I, I want to be magician. I want it to be the first one, but I don't think I'm that clever. I think it's the third yeah. one, whatever that <laughs> was. Uh, whatever the third one is. The Phoenix. Phoenix. She, yeah. Phoenix Force. Red Sass. Yeah. I, on the moment, I probably. That feels it. like. Yeah. yeah, she should be like a uh, like, like a, a you know, like a Red Sass <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah. What do you say? I say Red Sass. Yeah, it was Red, red Sass. Sass. Yeah, it was so funny because there was a. There was a brief pause afterward, and you said, "I don't know any names." <laughs> Uh, Magistum was the name I suggested. That's good. Thank you. I like, I that. like that. Uh, yeah. Who you was really... the first person to call Brent Soundboy Kay. on podcast? Yourself. Was it A, oh. Adam, B, Kalen, C, Clark, D, Ryan, or E, Brent? E, Brent. I think you no, did. Final probably, answer. If we're all doing names at first, it's probably you. I think it was me. It was me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, See, was it, was it yeah. during your name? <laughs> you don't uh, even exist to me. <laughs> um, it was during the name go around. See, uh, but Ryan was the first to use it as an insult. <laughs> That's what I. Yeah, I can distinctly remember your. I don't voice. know, sound boy. I made some point, and then there was another pause of silence. So you said, "Shut up, sound boy." <laughs> can we just not speak during this first podcast? Uh, it's all silence. Speaking of, of too much speaking, what topic caused us to talk over each other first? All of them. Oh, okay. Was it a? Brent asking if the juggernaut was a job that was passed down. <laughs> B, there was a question about whether Shogo is interesting. <laughs> or C, whether it was financially viable to put the mansion in Central Park. <laughs> I, I, I remember us going off on that one. I, the mansion, for sure. I feel like someone would explain. Did would anyone all... like Shogo? No, no, you actually specifically said, I fucking hate Shogo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody talked over you on that. I would say it's the juggernaut. It is bitch. the juggernaut pitch. Uh, it was the juggernaut. It was just a moment where everyone got very excited to explain the Ciderac crystals. Fair, yeah. And everyone was just like trying to talk over each other. And mm, okay. Mm. Was that before or after we were cutting cheese and pouring wine while we were recording? <laughs> you could hear every clink. <laughs> I'm eating chips during it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it we was... used to be an ASMR podcast, yes, right? Yeah. 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 Still are. All right. So, so just some fun. This is just extra stuff. The game cool. is over. We all lose. Um, <laughs> we did talk about fashion at length. In fact, uh, Ryan mentioned Sprite's crazy, jazzy outfit. 
You said, oh it my was, God, it was blousey. It had shoulder blades and a googly hat. <laughs> <laughs> That's all wrong. None of that is in it, but also accurate in a weird way. Yeah, it's, it's all wrong. But Jazzy all. Hat. So we predicted rock slide would get blown up. Nice. <laughs> uh, Clark suggested it would be great if it happened in a gold mine so that he could reassemble. Oh, that's cool. Okay, I, that seems right. Adam called X-Men Prime a great primer on the X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I think. Oh, Ryan, you kept calling Angel, Angel She, and at one point it pissed Clark <laughs> off because <laughs> Ryan was asking why. Why does Angel have fire wings? And you're like, Oh, well, she got them when she went to space. <laughs> <laughs> I re- also vaguely remember we kept saying Back to Basics over and over again, oh, and yeah. I just was like, That this was is, tough. Yeah, we got to stop doing that. I don't we think we never said Back did. to Basics in the first episode. Oh, maybe it was a yeah. subsequent one. I don't know. The rest is unbranded. So that's been, did it happen or did it not? All so right. listeners, Woo! don't go back to the first episode. Yeah. It's not that good. It's Live bad. in the moment, so, listeners. Like, I know we can't do this right now, but I do feel like we should pick an episode to recommend people start at because <gasps> the first episode has a top. lot of listens and the second one does not. Ah! Yes. Uh, we need it like almost, almost like a giant size Homo Superior number we'll one. Jump on. Because yeah. that's when the X-Men yeah, got, yeah. got really when people, good. When people ask me, I go, just listen to them. New one. Just listen one. to Hawksbox on. Oh yeah, that's, that's actually good. good that's when our sound uh, also improved. Yeah, Hawksbox uh, on. I want some. And then it got bad yeah. again when we had to zoom for a year. Yeah. Sounds good. Two years. Anyway, let's talk about some younger X Men. It's our tribute that is not to be confused with the terrible run called Young X Men. It's been six years since we began this podcast, and God only knows how long within six one sixes timey wimey bullshit. In that time, we've been so happy to see our kids, the X-Men, succeed. And they really did. That's why we want to take a look back and take a time machine to talk to the six-year younger selves of some of our biggest castmates. This is a RuPaul parody, if you can't tell where I'm going with that. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm sure people are like, what the well, fuck is Please don't sue us, RuPaul. Yeah. First up, Ryan. What would you say to baby Dazzler? <laughs> Young Dazzler? Um... You're going to go through some hard times ahead of you, but you have to keep going. People are going to say to you, Disco is dead, but you need to keep going. People are going to people are going to see you puke your guts out at the Green Lagoon, but you got to keep going. You're going to end up falling for a hipster murder vampire. Keep going. You're going to get a chance to be an X-Men, but lose terribly in an election. Some might say laughably bad. Keep going. You're going to... <laughs> you're gonna come out with a new album and it is gonna suck keep going <laughs> keep going no matter what you do keep going because one thing is true Allison Blair <laughs> disco is never dead and neither are you because you have that weird immortal power that you don't really know how it works or whatever <laughs> anyway keep going because you'll not be featured in Fall of X either so keep going <laughs> Thank you, Rue. If you're in this bit, keep going. <laughs> now, next up, Kaylin, what would you say to little X-Men Prime Scott? First of all, you're dead. <laughs> you're just dead. And also, you got replaced by a younger, more annoying version of yourself. But I, I don't want that version to keep going. Sorry, Ryan. Uh, but just hang in there because one day you're going to be the war captain of Krakoa. What's Krakoa? Don't worry about it. You'll find out. <laughs> These are going to just keep coming up. Yeah, you're going to be the co-leader of the X-Men. Yep, again. And not leader, but co-leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you'll, you're will you going to be your most actualized self. You're not going to be young, annoying, whiny Scott. 
you're not going to be crazy militant live off an island scott although you will be living off an island uh <laughs> you're gonna be a really well-adjusted scott you're gonna have a terrible costume and a terrible code name for a little while captain krakoa it's just a phase it's just a phase well uh, clark what would you say to tiny doug Oh. Say, baby boy Doug, once Krakoa ro- rolls around, you're going to have a banger year. Banger instead of banner, and that you're going to get dick down, <laughs> left, right, up, down, and center. Your life partner Warlock is going to be your right arm, both in the literal and figurative sense, because he's yes. going to be jerking you off with, y- with your own right hand. <laughs> <laughs> a big sword fight is going to come and bring Sloppy Bottom Exodus, who's going to quote unquote teach you how to sword fight since his swordsman boyfriend has been dead and buried for. What, a thousand years? <laughs> Miss the sword fight, you're going to fall in love, fight and marry Top Dom Bay, who's going to peg <laughs> you while Warlock gives you the old reach around. Krakoa uses that mouth to get in that brain. <laughs> oh my God. Also, Jesus you're going to let a bunch of murderers out of jail so they can kill again. <laughs> <laughs> we are a porn podcast. Yes. Period. Yeah. And uh, that's unbearable. <laughs> they say there are no wins. <laughs> <laughs> going down the line, Ryan. What would you say to young Banshee? Young Sean, um, people are going to make fun of you, you know? Oh, God, they are going to make fun of you. (laughs) Ye are going to go through a lot of pain inside and out, but mostly outside. A lot of people are going to tell you, hey, you're too loud, but you never stop using your voice. Ye are going to go through a pain (laughs) of people making fun of your outfit. Your accent, Clark. <laughs> that is not accent. And your English. daughter for being more successful than you. Ryan, are you talking about Banshee or yourself? All right, let him keep going. <laughs> we are going to go and join a cult. You know, it's going to happen. And you know what? It's going to feel like your heart <laughs> is getting ripped out of your chest. <laughs> and then that's actually going to happen later. <laughs> My advice to you is this. Be kind to yourself. And scream that kindness, not like a banshee, but a Sean Cassidy. Also, if a woman named Moira approaches you about what to wear to a gala, scream in that bitch's face. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Rose. That's good advice. Kaylin, what are you going to say to this little frost queen, little Emma? Ooh, the late 2010s were not kind to you, baby. Mm. They weren't. Mm. You... For some reason, you decided to wear all black, <laughs> and that's not your color. White's your color. You decided to declare war on the Inhumans. Marvel's answer to fetch. Yes, I went back to that joke. <laughs> that was a joke. Uh, <laughs> it was. Uh, you will be the leader of a proto-Krakoa called New Teon. Does it last? No. Of course not. It doesn't last. And then you decide to wear a stupid fucking helmet. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Why did you choose that? You're a fashion icon, and you were not fashionable at all. But now, you're a member of the of the Quiet Council. You're the White Queen again of the Hellfire Trading Company, not the club, the trading company. You're making <laughs> money, bitch. <laughs> you still have the best fashion now, and you got the best lines. And guess what? You get to continue to fuck a resurrected Scott Summers while he's still married to Jean Grey. Yes. They're Polly, and you get to enjoy it. Enjoy it, bitch. <laughs> they are Polly. Clark, 
What would you say to Colossus Jr.? Is there normal music to these? <laughs> yes. Yeah, why don't you yeah. sing, bitch? Kinda. Yeah, they were like comment at Yeah, Soundboy, if you could just turn yeah. on the music, that'd be great. Yeah, just hum All right, a little I didn't tune. I didn't mean the attention to be put on me. Hum a little tune in the background. Hey, future Big Daddy Colossus. <laughs> As I already said, once Krakola, Krakola rolls around, yeah, you're going to have nothing good happen to you, mostly boring stuff. You're going to be controlled by some Russian writer who's just a stooge for his own publisher who's your brother. And hey, you're going to murder some purple lady body bag woman who's nothing special <laughs> and she just works on a fucking farm with you and nothing goddamn matters and you're going to be a goddamn spy but still not do anything because we're, you're going to for, be forgotten for months on in. Have fun. This that, That's exactly what Raja told herself when she was on yeah. <laughs> That's Somebody call for an icon. <laughs> that's an exact quote. Yeah. And, um, honestly, to wrap us up with the two women who started the resurrection era, Adam, what would you say to our whittle, whittle baby storm. <laughs> <laughs> Aurora, baby, you are going to fall on some tough times. After nearly killing all the Inhumans, you are going to give up X-Men leadership to Kitty and try to leave, and she'll make you stay. You'll then be silent for years, <laughs> except for a random story where you travel back to Kenya and get to talk to your parents one last time. Oh, God. You'll then be completely silent again chiming in a few times in a really bad alternative reality and helping Jean's X-Men red team. But you have to persevere. Once the mutants create their island utopia, instead of utopia, which is actually a peninsula, <laughs> you'll be, I needed that joke. You'll be recognized as the star you are, mostly. You'll start by doing nothing except for slapping Emma and the Marauders but you'll end up the region of what used to be Mars ruling over a people you haven't even met yet. You'll fuck death in more ways than one, get a vault disease for a trippy annual issue, lead a brotherhood on multiple occasions, and be the focal point for some of the best stories of the Krakoan era. So don't give up and just keep riding that lightning, baby. Thank you for that long Thank answer. you, Rue. He <laughs> um, had like nine plot points Kate. for his Emma one. There's dot, 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 dot. I was like, run. Banshee, you're loud. Um, Kate, <laughs> I have to ask you this. I'm holding a picture of your younger self up. What would you say, now going by Kate, what would you say to young Kitty? Well, first of all, your name is going to be Kate, and the fans won't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get in some very big and some very difficult things. You're going to take over the school from Storm, lead an extremely boring X-Men gold team, and do nothing memorable, but you'll get to go to Washington, D.C. You'll get engaged to Peter, but realize that you might love yourself and your bisexuality more. And you'll also join that same alternate reality and support Chillass Apocalypse's goal to bring love to the masses. These are a lot of plot points. You'll forego the mansion and step down as a headmaster in the Krakoan era while you'll have tough time never getting logistics. You'll take, go to the bathroom three times a day. Jesus. Sebastian Christ. Shaw will kill you. <laughs> but you'll learn to resurrect and you'll get closer to Emma. <laughs> you'll then be involved in a bunch of space and time mutant drama, but it'll end with getting to talk to your dad again on Genosha and making more mutants. So just keep facing baby and ride that lightning. <laughs> <laughs> Kaylin, I have to apologize for your 10 plot points joke that I just made. Because that was never ending. Yeah. <laughs> I, so. I, for, I forgot that she uh, did her taxes in, during this time. Thank you, Adam. Mm. Taxman gold. Oh. Morning, right. morning one. 
Uh, well, thank we you, are, Adam. That was really fun. That was a lot of fun, and listeners, we are sorry for ripping off. Any fucking well, we'll, we'll we'll stamp the time thing so you can fast forward if you want to. Yeah, fast forward uh, through yeah. Those. What did you say, uh, listeners? Uh, this might be triggering. <laughs> yeah. What? No. All I'm right. <laughs> Let's MCU next TV. Our weekly segment focused on the latest and greatest of the MCU Disney Plus TV shows. This week we've got X Men Tata season three episode eighteen. Orphans past. Corsair is back, and he's on the run from the Shi'ar Raknar. But what's in his hand? It's a locket with all of his family secrets in it. Scott's family secrets? Also, Storm is here, and the Starjammers have all really weird accents. Plus, Shi'ar politics be wild in. <laughs> Woo! Storm's <laughs> ponytail is great in this yeah, episode. That's the I most standout. It's the ponytail. a great ponytail, <laughs> honestly. Can I say what my favorite line in the episode is? Oh, God, what? When, uh, I don't remember her name, but Scott says to Scott, but he's your father. And she go, and he go, and Scott goes, not by choice. But that's how <laughs> I love that. parenting works. You don't get to choose your biological parents. Yeah. My favorite line was when uh, Scott says to Storm, Storm, we have to get out of here. And she says, I'll meet you at the monorail. <laughs> <laughs> that felt like a Simpsons line. Um, my favorite line was, that's the Scott Summers I gave my last parachute to. <laughs> what the oh. parachute was on fire. Yes. The fuck? It was a flaming parachute. That's that's the one. Yes. Also, I'm sorry. You don't just presume your ch- without If you don't see the bodies of your children, you'd come back to Earth to figure out if they Perhaps. were still alive. Perhaps. Perhaps. He was kidnapped for ages and his wife <laughs> he, died. He got transported mysteriously. And he was in jail for years. Yeah. And also, the Shi'ar ga- it's a different galaxy. Wait, I, on this one, I'm just saying. it was a flaming parachute. <laughs> <laughs> your other son was literally had a single rope tied around him. Yes. It, I, I like check. that they you were watching that, that parachute burn and they both, both were like, ugh. Yeah, really <laughs> like, I do want to see the, uh, yeah. the Scott and Alex uh, uh, yellow jacket years. <laughs> oh my gosh! Right. <laughs> no, that's great. Um, yeah. The 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 fact that they've talked about Alex and it hasn't really been addressed. They never talk about him. So that's what. Well, they never br- they never they never bring him up. Again. No, that they was need be a my follow up on what that. the fuck moment. Which is like, don't you think that if Professor X had opened the school and had all these people and like obviously it was mostly just the main cast. But I'm like, they never had siblings with two powers that they tried on each other and it didn't work. Like th- that applies to everybody, not just the two of them, right? I think uh, most people on this podcast would say, "Shut up, nerd." <laughs> yeah. Well, the fe- well, Defenders twins. They hey, you're asking point. a lot. They hold oh, hands. That's and a good point. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, they they know that Alex isn't dead. Also. Yeah. yeah. They know he was just adopted by somebody else. else. You think you think yeah. Professor would actually try? Yeah. That's fair. Um. Also, there's a flashback of uh war uh. Uh, what's her name? Deathbird. Deathbird. Yeah. Yes. And she better work because she she's just fantastic. posing for one second. She looks like, like a drag queen. She looks I amazing. Know. That's the best part of the episode. Honestly. She looks really good. Did you like Jandra versus what we now have as Zandra? Oh no! Like she was like oh. they both looked like the same person. No. Right? It's because they're she. Yeah. yeah. Wow. They all have the same haircut. <laughs> Weirdly cut in at the side. So, <laughs> who snips that right? And then they like hairspray it so it stays. It's like, yeah. I know that they do that when they produce these episodes. They didn't always put them in order, and this is the, supposed to be the actual order now that they have it on Disney Plus. Yeah. Does anybody else think it's weird that we had a sheer plot line right after the, the end sh- of the Dark Phoenix saga? Like it just it like. It feels like it's like kind of threading it all together because he, he wasn't around. He wasn't around for the Dark Phoenix. He was just around for Corsair. 
Yeah, he was only around for the original Phoenix. Yeah, I know, but I meant just the Shi'ar so stuff much, in general. But yeah. they don't even reference. Oh, by the way, you guys were yeah. just on the so blue I side of the moon. So I heard your wife's a little bit of a firecracker. You're gonna marry her? <laughs> uh, she's just like your mother. What do you mean? Oh, I'll tell you when you're married. Let's go in when the show's over. <laughs> um, <laughs> my favorite um, was how quickly they were just going to leave. Like, he's like, all right, see you later. Good to know you. He's like, you could just hang out. <laughs> no, you you he went uh, out of space for some space smokes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Never came back. They, yeah. they did justify why the other X-Men weren't there. And they said, no, they're busy. That, <laughs> they're always busy. I busy know. doing Lots what? I don't know. Doing what? They're having brunch. Maybe. I did remember what my favorite line was, and it was actually a two-parter because it was, uh, what is it, Barnock or the fuck his name was, Ragnar, who was like, I gave orders, I wasn't to be, and then Scott just kicked the door and said, disturbed. (laughs) 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 God, they're great. I know. My important, not not a quote, it's just the fact that Cyclops is just like bipolar as fuck. Yes. Oh, I totally understand this is what's going on, Dad. And then the next second he rescues him from a laser and then screams at him while he's still on top of him. (laughs) Well, honey, that's what I do. Also, <laughs> scream with your dad while you. That's the only way. Dick's I can writhing come. on. Oh my Storm God. did all the work in this episode. As she always, she did. She got everyone out of the water. She lit- They both got hit by lasers. She stopped three machines when they couldn't even stop one. She picks them up, flies them into the ship, flies the ship, goes somewhere. I'm like, while she's got a ponytail. And then immediately after, Raza just ponytail. does a little boop and gets like her communicator off of her did chest. Did you yeah. realize? And then wraps her up in a. In a but then she fought the entire rest everybody. of the. There, like, there were so many single ropes that were in this episode Did just like re- alex gets roped and storm gets roped and they're like oh you can't do anything ropes. those communicators are basically just electronic uh coasters like they're so yeah. paper yeah. thin <laughs> they don't yeah. do anything yeah they're like alexa but pre-alexa you're not allowed to get them wet yes yeah right. exactly. hey don't put a drink there i got a i got a <laughs> thank communicator god she, for thank that god she doesn't control the rain <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna talk about the real hero of this episode who um dazzler face Butterfly the Navigator. Yeah. Oh, you mean 1960s Star Trek uh, yeah. alien woman? Yeah. He, he he still doesn't believe what his father said, so he has to look at some weird robot printout. Yes. This. The the technology of the future, where the hologram is also uh-huh. a piece of paper. <laughs> I, I also, I was just waiting for the show a snuff film of like his mother being murdered. Oh, my I God. know. Honestly. Ooh, dark. Yeah, great episode. We'll see fine. you next week. This was wild after a series of episodes that are connected together and kind of thought so out. So serious, yeah. yeah. All right, let's move on. All right, you egg-sucking piece of gutter trash. You always did like pushing around people smaller than you. <laughs> well, I'm smaller. Try pushing me. The Wolverine name game. Oh. <laughs> the last ep- episode of X-Men the Animated Series seems to have forgotten Wolverine. And so to remember him, we're going to do what he does best. And what he does best is come up with a bunch of nicknames that are only barely related to characters' attributes. Mm. So to Wolverine, Gambit is Cajun or Gumbo. Gumbo, yeah. Bishop is Rookie. All right, so here's the game. Please don't hate me for it. Oh, God. I'm going to list other mutants and stuff. Okay. I want you, in your best Wolverine voice, mm-hmm. to tell me what his nickname for that thing would be. Oh, okay. Right. Bonus points for a quality Wolverine. And for using it in a sentence. I'm in, uh. So in each one, I'll give you an example okay. while yeah. you're thinking. So empath, for example, might be, hey, watch who you share your feelings with, Pinko. Oh, that's mm. good. Yeah. Let's do that one. Yeah. You yeah. win. You get you one. Win. You, win. you get right. two points. Yeah. Next one. So, yeah. Good job. You get two points, Brent. Uh, all right. So Nightcrawler would be one. Okay. <laughs> like, quit jumping around, blue frog boy. Uh, That's great. Let's do another one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah two points for you, Brett. Good job. You're killing this. 
Who farted, <laughs> Stinky? Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You're all smoking mirrors. Because he does, because he bam. Right. Well, where do you, where's, Smoke, he, uh, where's he call him? Faggot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's it. Oh, sorry. Get out of here, Taily. I don't know. Uh, Jubilee. You got some useless power, Sparkler. Sparkler. Oh, that's Sparkler good. Sparkler's yeah. good, yeah. Well, see, now you're just cutting out yeah. all the good ones. You're not giving oh, us an opportunity. Yeah. those chili fries, baby. Why don't baby? you save yours for the awesome. end now that we get the sure, game? Sure, sure, and yeah. then you could tell us what the what, right what answer would be, is. What would Wolverine Nick, name himself? Name, yeah. Hey, 4th no, no. of Wait. No, for Jubilee, Jubilee. Hey, 4th of July, it's time to go to the mall. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's not raining in the mall. <laughs> You're wearing a raincoat, <laughs> sparkle so pants. Stupid. <laughs> so dumb. Okay. Okay, Professor X. Um, <laughs> let's see. Teacher of the yeah. X-Men. Hey, Brainiac. I don't pay you to think. I don't know. Hey, Patrick Stewart, <laughs> go back on Star Trek. <laughs> Clark, Clark, you got anything <laughs> yes. for these? You have any opinion? Something about his shiny head or something? You have any opinion of um, this? I don't know. Great. Okay. <laughs> Clark timed out at how stupid this <laughs> You better stop using these kids as child soldiers, Chrome Dome. <laughs> Chrome Dome, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, the Blackbird. Oh, the plane? Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> no, 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 I was like, there's was not a mutant named Blackbird. That was his not voice. the bird. <laughs> not the actual <laughs> bird. The Sentinels are coming. We got to get down to hockey and fly out of here. Hockey? Yeah. Okay. Take us to the battlefield, you old rust bucket. I was going to say, this won't even work, you bag of bolts. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. That is, it feels a good like voice. Him. Yeah, it feels yeah. like him. It's not good, but. <laughs> hey, Wingy, why aren't you fly the other way? What? Wendy? Did you say Wendy? Wendy? Is that uh, a Wendy. Peter Pan reference? It's because the wings are facing the wrong direction. They're, yeah. They're yeah. Front, yeah. Oh, oh, you're right. No, in this universe, Wolverine's very astute. <laughs> yeah. uh, ice cream cones. What? What? Uh, what are you talking about? Ice cream cones. <laughs> you know, ice cream cones. Yeah, ice cream cones. Mr. Ice cream um, cones. Oh, this hey, is- waffle breath. Why you taste so good? <laughs> Ew. Uh, I got a pointy in too, ice ball. I've got a pointy end. Oh, I see. Okay, he's got six pointy ends. You have I uh, you Seven. have two scoops. I have His dick? two yeah. claw I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> this is tough. This yeah. is a tough game. Yeah. And and also, I think a problematic was a lot of his nicknames were just very racist. Yeah. Gumbo. Oh, yeah. Cajun. Yeah. So, what's a racist term for snow? Uh, uh cones. Oh, no, wait. Uh, ice cream cones. Yeah, right. how about uh, Morlocks? <laughs> oh god. Morlocks? Yeah. Oh, hey, cannon fodder. Get out of the way. <laughs> hey, dirty and hairy. We got to get out of here. <laughs> oh, my God. We're terrible at yeah. this. Stay underground, ugly people I don't respect. Yeah. <laughs> ugly, poor people. Oh my God. Do you want any more ones? Because yeah, I got some, yeah, I got yeah, some yeah. wild ones. Yeah, yeah we, we got to get one. Yeah. Uh, you know? Stranger Things. What? Stranger Things. The character? He's just yeah, watching the show, the show. The show or the characters of the He's show. He's like watching it with Gene. Or don't don't be constrained by reality. <laughs> hey, ten and a half, kill that Demogorgon. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand I that. thought that was a dick size reference. Oh <laughs> yeah, for Mike in the show. <laughs> oh, my God. oh my God. Who's Mike? Mike is the main character, isn't he? Oh, Mike's the Mike's the one with the dark hair. He's like the he was the main character in yeah, the first yeah, season. Oh, I yeah. see. Okay. Yeah. Old Buckethead. We've <laughs> <laughs> lost the thread of this yeah. game. Uh, yeah. Fine. And that's okay. the game. Yeah that's, yeah. that's the end of the game. I liked that game that I Me. said nothing during. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 
That was good. All right. Thank extra, you. Sorry. Extra, We're sorry we extra, sucked extra, extra. It's the news. Oh, how you don't know me, but I'm Clark, and I have no important news for you. Mm. So, here's news. <laughs> the, the Sony Craven movie is getting an AR rating for a jailhouse sex scene. Quantumania's Krylar and Jentora had more sex scenes filmed, but including one jailhouse sex scene. <laughs> and a se- jailhouse sex scene has been cast as the voice for Across the Spider-Verse's Scarlet Spider. <laughs> do, do you care about any of this stuff? I don't. I mean, What are the issues, Adam? I'm finally, I'm so glad they're finally allowing rooms to be represented <laughs> by, to be cast. by acting studios. It's not the room itself. Yeah. It's the sex scene that's happening in what the room. Show? What's happening in the jailhouse sex scene? Nothing. It's just people boringly finger-banging. Oh. The uh, weeping. The They're weeping movie? like you were weeping throughout um, Dazzler's speech. It, oh yeah, it, it better be in a fucking good way. Oh, is this gonna be like an opening, like birth, like she give, like does somebody give birth to Craven in a jail cell? Or like, why are they fucking in a jail cell? <laughs> no, no one has a, a birth. It's not a sex scene, is it? No, I did. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> Do you, what do kind you, of porn are you watching, Adam? Do we think, Dadam, Dadam? Do you that's think me. all sex? Like turned into birth. No, but I'm just trying to. I think that birth is the start of sex. (laughs) I'm trying to. (laughs) I don't. Anytime jailhouse and sex scene are put together, you get babies. No, it makes. Well, no. (laughs) But it makes me concerned for, like, usually prison sex is not typically consensual. So I'm like, I really hope. Where do the babies come in? (laughs) I don't even know where I was going with that. I think Krylo and Gentor would be consensual. Yeah, I think so. I think they got it on. Not not the. the, concept of a sex so, scene as a character i think it's very consensual that they casted the jailhouse sex mm-hmm. scene in the yeah that's <laughs> craven better be having sex oh fuck yeah yeah sorry i can see that please mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's with a like a wear panther so it's not oh as good. okay mm. wait i mean oh gross <laughs> <laughs> uh let's talk about our issues it's weekly recap of all things x we this just week did, yeah we've this is got our double weekly <laughs> yes yeah, sure is we've got a quick lightning round of hated it or hotted it for last week's books that didn't make it to air nightcrawlers bishop or college you'll hear them when i talk about them as well as this week's <laughs> books which include <laughs> sense of sinister <laughs> dominion number one betsy bretta captain britain number three deadpool number six and the invincible iron man number five all right hated it or hotted it this is your chance to say if you hated it or you hotted it, which means you liked Finally. it. Finally. They kind of both mean you love it and hate it. Uh, but let's talk about Bishop War College number three, Jay Holtham and Sean Damian Hill. Hated it or hotted it? Mostly hated it except for that one panel. What's the panel? The panel where it's like, girl, you were white. Yeah. Sebastian. Who says and, that uh, to whom? Sebastian and uh, Emma. It's, yeah. Hated it, uh, but hotted it the concept. Hotted it. What? Bishop War College? Yeah. yeah. God, it's waste of my life reading this. <laughs> sounds, <laughs> sounds like we're split. We'll move. And that's a classic, <laughs> classic Clark hated it. <laughs> uh, New Mutants, Lethal Legion number two, Charlie Jane Anders, and Edith Balam. Hotted it. Hotted it. Hotted it. Hotted it. I'm a hotted it here. I was a hated it on. That was a comic. X Force number thirty nine, Benjamin Percy, Robert Gill. Mostly hotted it. The characterization of Laura is a little off for me. But overall, a very good issue. Stabbing in knees. Yes. I mean, I, I hotted it. But 
Kalen, you last week you were talking about with like a gold star. This is like the peak of where X Force could be. It w- is, but I reread it, and it still is. It's just the characterization of Laura is a little off. How do you find the time to reread comics when you're listening to our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot of things at the same well, time. Well, I'm also actually, doing my taxes right well, you now. You should yeah. actually hit the when you start reading a comic. You should hit our podcast because it Go. syncs up perfectly. <laughs> no, 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 hit it. Because we deserve yeah. to be hit. Yeah. Uh, see, I, what I was thinking about hitting is I think fi- the five of us should go to brunch and then just beat each other up to <laughs> see who is going to be the one left to just finish the brunch. Oh, yeah. Like oh, that's the, a bottomless brunch for yeah, you right the, there. Yeah. Sh- what's that shot Who's the top yeah. that's going to be um, the one left? Well, the top left. Probably there. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nightcrawler's number three, Simon Spurrier and Philip Seve. This is a hated it. Hated it. it, 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 it. <sighs> Hotted it. No. Yeah. I'm hot on Dominion, which I'm excited to talk I, about. I um, realized watching this, watching this. I was watching it, not reading it. I don't <laughs> I know like what the fuck they said. just watch it. Um, I didn't really realize the fact that for like the last year, this has basically been a storyline about a British person like destroying the body autonomy of an Irish person. Okay. It's just like huh. oh, yeah. historically fucked up. More. And then when he finally st- tries to kill her, she murders him. That's a really it's very frighteningly colonial. Capture. And I don't yeah. like it at all. But it, yeah, it's, it's a bad, Sorry, the, 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 the British one is. Um, Banshee. <laughs> I was going to say no. Madam, Madam Ma- Mother Righteous. Mother Righteous. Righteous. Mother Righteous. And, and poor Banshee getting uh, we'll get slaughtered that. and partially controlled by this woman, which happened for 700 years of history. But Ye. don't they, they. This is a bad thing. It is a bad thing, but it's. Uh, I didn't want to re. I, after seeing that, I don't like. Well, I, I realize I don't like Mother Righteous, and that's partially the reason behind it. Gotcha. I think she's. Just, uh, we'll get into it. Well, yeah. Let's slide on over to our full recap. Sins of Sinister, Dominion Number One, Karen Gillan, and Paco Medina. Every Sins book converges with ramifications abound in the six one six present day. Since this is the finale for the Sins of Sinister, let's take this in chunks, y'all. Sin's timeline. We've got Sinister Xavier battling a Magneto-helmeted Ironfire, Moira and Sinister Prime fighting for Sinister's drive, Sinister self-destructing every Sinister clone's X-gene to achieve Dominion, and then finding out that one of the Sinisters already achieved Dominion in a different timeline. What did you guys think about this arc of the story? And then we'll get to the bigger, bigger picture. Uh, you mean like the like the present day Yeah, stuff. we'll do present yeah. day, and then we'll do like a wrap on the, the uh, event. Uh, Again, interesting ideas. This is like indicative of the whole series. Interesting ideas. Execution is unbelievably flawed. Yeah. Uh, I feel like stuff was too quick. I didn't care enough about mm-hmm. like the actions of the characters. I am very curious, though, about which Sinister or what entity is has the Dominion now. I love that. that is it, uh, is it mm-hmm. like we've seen Diamond, Heart, Spade, and Club. Is there a Joker Sinister out there? Joker's Wild? I don't know. Is yeah. there an instruction manual? One? Yeah, it's the instruction <laughs> one. That's it. It's see, an Uno card one. I don't see why it has to be a sinister. It doesn't have to be. It's I just don't. Th- a, I think that's a red herring. Yeah. I mean, eh? there's a glowing uh, red light, but two of the sinisters have black, um, like a spade and a di- not diamond. Jesus Christ, club. Uh, club. Yeah. I just in the actual timeline itself, I just. You couldn't tell for me, I couldn't tell who the power players were. So when they made a big shift of, oh, no, this person was just mm-hmm. murdered halfway through every single book, I was like, is this a big deal or is it not? Because we haven't spent enough time with the characters. That's so right. So I was, the shifts that we were supposed to feel emotion to, I didn't feel because it was all happening a little bit, just a scotch too fast. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I definitely second that. It just the pace was too quick. I had to like flip back between, I guess, Nightcrawler. I basically wanted like logistically to understand or figure out where everybody was, and I completely forgot about them. Like I loved the idea that Juggernaut literally flew through space until it was time to also kill the Galactus. They were proud of that that they even were like, remember when that happened? Uh, even in this like finale, no, I don't right? remember that. Right. At all. I didn't realize that Nightcrawler. Wolverine Laura is going to be as wildly important as she is. The fact that we need her to go one of the only ones to survive, even though we already have two fucking Laura's in the timeline we're reading. Yeah. We don't need three. It felt like a bit of a a reach. I did appreciate the X gene exploding. Brent, what do you think? You liked the series a lot. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, what's an X yeah. gene exploding? That's what like Sinister did. He activated everybody's X gene oh, to yeah, melt okay. on it. So did you like it because it was a little bit more self-contained, or what? You I like think it? that it's got a few things going strong for it. I keep repeating, like, what's the purpose of this going in? And I, not to get into present stuff, but I got that coming out. And yeah. throughout yeah. this story, I think there's been tons of fun sci-fi concepts that, frankly, I don't think I needed to be elongated in any way. It is more fun in a Hitchcockian. I don't need to see it all to imagine it for myself better that I really enjoy so much of the, what this timeline has. I do think that some of the characters in this probably would have worked better fleshed out. Iron fire actually being finally interesting for once Mm -hmm. and using his blood in crazy unhinged ways was fantastic. Um, Sinister hitting a wall of possibly himself or some other dominion that that. is just as condescending. I thought was great. Moira, uh, Mother Righteous, (laughs) all being concerned and having different interests in how do we play out the final minutes, I thought had fun stakes. Uh, If I just want to underscore what Brent said, like all the concepts are super interesting. Again, kind of going back to the fact that, um, you know, our heroes don't want to get rid of this timeline because they've been living in it for a thousand years. I think it's such an interesting thing to play off of my my criticism of it though was for uh, a story to work like i have to care about the characters Agreed, not yeah. even if whether i like them or dislike them i have to care about what happens to them and i just didn't care about them was the unfortunate part of it particularly i think nightcrawler suffered the most from this because like you were right about whack it was weird that we started that with more of Banshee's perspective, but then we got like I just Wagverine didn't seem like she was supposed to be the takeaway character from that the, series. The yes. irony is, I actually thought Nightcrawler was ended up being the strongest of the really? miniseries. I thought Storm and the Brotherhood was the weakest. I and really, because and I, I'm surprised by that because I love X Men Red so yeah. much. Al Ewing is one of my favorite writers, if not my current favorite writer, and like that, his stuff it just he's so good at character work right the character work didn't work but the weird sci-fi shit that Sy Spurrier likes to do it, it was much more focused than it was in Legion of X before we jump into the overall books let's jump into that present timeline Sorry, Brent you one, got just, one more thing to say one last yeah. quick thing uh, I don't think I need a story to have uh, characters that I uh, you know want to root for I think that in this case to me this is a story of a train wreck like uh, watching a, a documentary about a, f- a company that got too big for its britches and then crashed. Yeah. So I can enjoy it for that. I watch Vanderpump Rules for the same reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the same. <laughs> to root against them? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And for them. So bigger takeaways. In the present timeline, we pick up right where we left off in Immortal X-Men, Sinister releasing a download of Sins Moira, and, releasing a download of Sins Moira and Mother Righteous Powered Heart Killing, Moira Clones, X-Genes, and subsequently the Moira Engine. Sinister is informed of his Dominion failure, Rasputin 4 arrives, and we've got Sinister in the pit, along with the Xavier Hope, Exodus, and Emmas that have been resurrected and potentially po- cursed from. I like Sinister. how this big, huge plot about Xavier Hope, Ex- Exodus, and 
Emma going down into the fucking wires of nothingness. We Emma's gonna have a fucking gala in about two months. <laughs> who cares? Well, I mean, this like must come back, or oh, like it is like when does this take place? I definitely had that reaction. Uh, this has got to be before the Hellfire Gala. It just does because the Hellfire Gala sets off Fall of X. Yeah. So, so this happens right before Fall of well, X. There, well, because there's the four, there's like the four like lead-in comics, right? Like the pre-fall. Yeah, the, the, so that I'm sure they'll pick something up from it. Well, yeah, that's also like in the coming soon uh, or right. like coming next. It's May- like Immortal X-Men's back, X-Men Red's back. Maybe and there's then, like a tree gala or something like that where <laughs> they're all in the under gala. The tree. Yeah, yeah, like well, sinister. You have there. to come down and visit them. There yeah. are people in the pit now for Orcus to release as part of the Bishop War College storyline, which yeah. that's fine. Yeah, that is true. Banshee, I mean, Banshee, uh, Doug will release him. <laughs> yeah, go <laughs> ahead. He doesn't care. Just yeah. release anybody. He's like Michael Dukakis he really in the 1988 care. presidential election. It's a revolving door. Um, interesting, An interesting uh, resolution, but it all felt like, oh, we have to get these characters to this place mm. or take them off the chessboard. And it was like, it felt very circuitous getting there. The other thing is the Quiet Council trusting both Rasputin and Mother Righteous. Randomly. No fucking reason. It was so, I was like, I got whiplash. Like, it was narrative whip. Like, this woman you've never seen before coming in, you know, sounding like she's from Essex, because she is, uh, and, you know, tells them all this stuff. It's like, and she shows up in their, in their, like, in in the Quiet Council, like, chambers. None of it, like, I, I didn't buy it. Oh, you twats. I just can't see this cloud. It's me from Essex. <laughs> I think you're forgetting that they look really cool. Though. They are yeah. like, yeah. like, yeah, you all right, like, right, right, right. I take I, it everything back. I, I mean, uh, could I imagine that they did a mind read of her and, like, believed it? Sure. The thing I guess I would be skeptical about is why stop with those four? Why do you think that yeah. she has full knowledge? Why wouldn't you think it's tons of other people as well? And that your problem is much bigger than you would imagine. Well, the only one quasi um, helping her out is Destiny in a way. So, and why is everyone going to fucking believe that lunatic? Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. All of them are unreliable narrators, but it does tell me with hope off the board, unless they bring sync back, resurrection can't yeah. happen. I think they should just stop resurrecting. I thought at the end of this issue they were going to be like, all right, we're not doing it anymore. It's clearly it corrupted uh, system. I thought that was going to be the big I think that's at the I, end. I think it's going to be in Fall of X. That's, that's going to be the big thing. Cause we, th- we thought that was going to be the end of Axe, remember? Yeah. That's true. Well, Pro- they, then they expanded it, and we're like, now humans, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They really subverted it, yeah. For a very complicated game-theoretic scenario on who do you trust and how, it was too swept under the rug, too swept into the pit. Uh, for who me do you end. trust and how? Who do you trust? Is that the game? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, uh, also, Rasputin being in the timeline is really great. Yeah. Um, I'm her. hoping cool. she can be on an X-Men team. Let's get her on that team fast. We we simply just trust her, so just put her on a team. I think they're putting her in Immortal or like the Quiet Council. Yeah. She'll be part of that. Hope she's on a team yeah. with magic and just anybody she's else who fi- also has powers with. Yeah. She's not smart. She's a fighter. She should be like one of the captains. Oh, and Colossus or- is so she, smart. She's dumb. Well, she did live 900 years with <laughs> without Mr. Sinister and not even think about it and then immediately turn on him. She's well, got that breast. I do want to hear how we thought about the <laughs> yeah. entire arc overall, but I'd love to talk Polaris and yeah. then have us follow that same model. So we put out on uh, Twitter, uh, now the Sins of Sinister is concluded, what do you think of the event? So we said, Heart, loved it. Diamond, sharp but flawed. Club, three out of five. And then Spade, you couldn't have spayed me enough. To recommend it. Or new to your... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> new, yeah. Uh, spade and new to your pets. Uh, so before I go into the results of what uh, our, our uh, followers on Twitter said, 
What do you guys all think? I'm not none of them. I I'm between the two um, black uh, so, suits. So I give it five. like a two out of five because I mean I needed to read it to get plot points, and that's why. If I had to choose three out of five, yeah, three out of five. I'm a sharp but flawed. I didn't. There were parts of it. I was. I'm still like always want. I want more. I always want more of everything. Um, and so I was sad that it was like kind of truncated. I know you like the experience of the jumping around, but I like living with the characters for a little bit longer. But I overall really thought it was fine. I think the wor- there were some bad moments to it. Yeah, see, I, I'm, I'm. It's funny that you pick sharp but flawed because I think you lean harder on the word flawed and I lean harder on the word sharp. sharp. I let no, like, don't get me wrong. I'm with you overall. I, I see them. this as having so much potential, and yeah. yeah, there could be perfect parts of it. But it could be perfect, but you know, we live in a flawed world. For me, and uh, sharp. <laughs> yeah. For me uh, personally, I pick uh, three out of five as well. The club um, again. Interesting ideas, a necessary storyline to get to where we need to go. But considering the talents involved, it should have been a lot better. It just should have been. So uh, this is what people said on Twitter. Uh, in fourth place uh, was the spade. You couldn't have spayed me enough to recommend it with 12%. Then it was uh, the club, three out of five at 19%. Then coming in second place is the heart. Uh, loved it. That's 34%. And in a photo finish... Uh, sharp but flawed. The diamond, uh, one with thirty-five percent. So these are two hundred and five people. So basically, just multiply each of these percentages by two, and you get how many people voted. Yeah, yeah. So twenty-four as an example. What do you like a versus, business meeting trying to sound versus smart? sixty-four people. <laughs> it's like the, people. If it's, we look at this chart yes. here, well, I just want to know how many pie. people I'm voting like are it's supporting me. It's not like two two people. It's voted like the for Rain this. Man, but it's there are only number. two numbers but, that appear. But yeah. compare <laughs> last year's numbers to this. Oh, oh, god. And then see. Yeah. What, uh, what we didn't it? do Polaris back then. Yeah, but yeah, year, year over year, how did this pull down? Nineteen percent. That's like one in five people. What's the oh, ROI? Yeah. Anyone can make up stats. Forty uh, percent of people. Will tell let's you that. talk Betsy Braddock, Captain Britain number three, Teeny Howard, Vako Georgiev, Mar- Morgan's Furies cause a commotion in Britain, but Captain Avalon, Mac- Megan, I always fuck that up, and Betsy save the day. Captain Britain then seeks favor with Tony, while Morgan just wants to see the UK burn and lies with doom. I don't know. What'd you guys think? I didn't have a lot of takeaways from this issue. Uh, it's fine. I think it's competent. Uh, I can't say much more than that. I don't think. I think that Tony stuff is interesting considering what's happening in his own book. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of like, I. That's the only part that I. I know we love the Hickman era. I know that people can do it without the Hickman era. But like, the continuity shit is just really flying out the window. Well, remember Hickman's not part of it anymore. So Jordan White's got like. That's way what too I'm many saying. Yeah, happening. like it's it's too many things in the. It's very MCU esque where it's like, how is all this shit happening and also coming together at the same time? Yeah. I, I think last go around I said that I realize I don't really care about Betsy or Rachel, mm-hmm. and the fact we get not Betsy and Rachel characters in this issue makes me happier. happier. I love Megan <laughs> and Captain Captain Avalon slash Old Captain Britain are just better characters to me. I do wish it was more of an ensemble series at this point. Two, but it's only five issues, so it can't be very. I don't think it can go. Uh, I like the design of the of the Furies, the like the with the Union Jack and the yeah. elevator shoes. That's yeah. right, the yeah, elevator yeah, yeah. feet. Um, um mm. I love what it's a trope just in comics now. They're like, I'm gonna need someone very powerful in the magic realm, and they always go to Doctor Doom. It's all like yeah. as soon as they, I have someone in mind. I'm like, it's Doom. Yeah. It was a thousand percent doom. I've got someone in mind. You might. <laughs> yeah. Is it Doctor Doom? 
Oh yeah. Come it on. Is. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Come I, on. I think Just the <laughs> I think if the narrative gets a little bit more momentum, I'd l- I think the writing's good. I think the characters are all like the arts nice interesting. Too. The art's nice. I just I'm like, where the fuck is this plot line going? I, I, as someone who has not been in love with the Captain Britain storyline, I think that I've enjoyed this the most. Issue. Uh, yes, this particular issue. Uh, in part because I actually think this feels like a uh, the Ascani. Uh, Betsy Braddock relationship feels more full like in that, this yeah. and that there's actually uh, a discussion about Saturnine and what it means mm-hmm. to engage with her as a person. Ooh, yeah. yeah, that uh, was juicy. I think that it's, Are you jealous? it is nice to see that <laughs> Betsy is actually forming a, a core, a, a group of people that she's relying on with modern technology to kind of interact with. Um, I don't know. It, yeah. was, it was okay. No, no, no. I yeah. like, I like how this was built around the fact they're destroying just the theater district and everyone's up in arms about the theater district. That <laughs> I did the, yes. the slightly panel, attacked. The panel page of like the sun or the po- or like whatever, like, you know, right wing, like crazy. Yeah. I loved that. Right that was wing, really funny. They do not care about theater people. I know. That was so funny. They're like, let the West End burn. Uh, let's go on. To- yeah, Tony Stark was also featured in another issue this week. His own, The Invincible Iron Man number five, Jerry Duggan, Juan for Gary. Emma and Tony reconnect why Phalong continues to infiltrate Tony's computed company and life, specifically discovering an inheritance of private videos on miracle metals. Also Stark Sentinels. Do you know who wasn't featured in the story about Tony Stark and Emma Frost? Emma Frost. Where the fuck was she? It was like a panel or two. Hey, we got a chit chat. They rode horses. She's, uh, she's they in rode the pit. horses. She's in the pit. She was getting ready to murder another horse. They ro- rode horses, it, like in the animated series. Yeah, I was gonna say six one six is very time flat. So like they're riding horses while she's in the pit while uh, he's planning the Hellfire Gala. Yeah, uh, I I will say I uh, I do like the fact that we have a non mutant book as part of the X Men line right yeah. now. Uh, clearly, like the previews we've seen for Fall of X, uh, Invincible Iron Man is going to be part of it now. And I, I think the intersection makes sense. I think Phalong is a good Tony Stark villain. I like him a lot, yeah. Uh, he's very, like, you know, like, super-powered Elon Musk. I like the fact that Shiro was brought, brought in and, like, they referenced that issue of I had to go X-Men. back, yeah. Yeah, uh, and he's they, he had more screen time in this one issue of Iron Man than he did while he was on the team of the X-Men. I, Which did, is really funny. I had to go back to be like, who who was that obliterated person? Oh, right. It was that weird winged guy from Iraq. In that yeah. one uh, crossover. Exactly. I uh, felt a little something when we saw the Stark Sentinels. I thought that was cool, a little yeah. bit of nostalgia. I think I think it's fun to see them fight the like iconic looking and even though it's more Iron Man y, but it's like the iconic looking Sentinels. I think that's fun. Yeah. What do you think the miracle metal is? Uh, is that Mysterium? All- that's what I was assuming. It's probably Mysterium. Too, yeah. yeah. But then Mysterium. it's like, what does that even mean? Like, they still have most mm-hmm. of it, right? Or are they going to, like, find the... I think it's about access because it's extra dimensional. Oh. It's extra. Oh, yeah. The mine, the extra dimensional mine wars are coming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did any... I, I thought that's why he was, like, entering a white light because that's mm. the same way that the, uh, the, the sword team did. Did anybody else hear John Slattery's voice when they had, like, the footage of Howard Stark? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I heard um, that one. The other guy. Yeah, from um the prequelness of it all. What's his oh, name? Oh, uh, hot one, hot uh, guy. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. God damn it! What is his name? Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> He's, he played preacher. Yes. There's also Deadpool number six. Alyssa Wong and Javier Pina. While Valentine and Deadpool continue courting, and Lady Deathstrike dog watching Princess, the Atelier entered the chat. Um, you've got Late Bite, Ravona, Drop, and Mirror. Who's your favorite? I like Mirror. <laughs> 
<laughs> Mira looked really cool. Mira was cool. It yeah. looked like Bling, um, but like Bling's like secondary mutation. Like, yeah, like, like it covered her face kind of, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Dominic well, Cooper is my favorite. Dominic Cooper. Okay. He's the guy who played <laughs> Young Stark. Yeah. Uh, is this weird. a Lady Deathstrike look you'd like to replicate? <laughs> yeah, she's really going on like a utility. Can I trend. just say what is the, her story with this? Like, I don't like you guys. I'm gonna watch your dog. Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck is this? Every time I saw that dog, I just thought of your dog, Adam Tango. <laughs> oh, yeah, because Tango Eating is people? a symbiote. He does eat things. He symbiote. pukes it up. He would eat it again. He's from space. Would eat again. <laughs> he causes carnage. The exactly. only character I liked in this was uh, Deathstrike. Yeah, she's good. I absolutely don't care about the story. I don't. This is not funny or interesting to me. Deadpool I, just sounds and feels I was hoping off. for a bit more of a, not tonal change from the from Deadpool or any of the characters, but a tonal change with them entering, whereas now I feel like it's the sort of like slapdash comedy of with De- like Deathstrike, Harrower, and Octopus was interesting, and that was fun because, like, yeah, give me however many issues of that. But I was hoping that there'd be a little bit of a click to this, whereas now it just feels like you're just continuing the stuff from the last time, and like the right. what is it? Slap slapstick is not really work. It's burning out. I want like more. Well, essentially. it's, it's yeah. to me like it's like Harley Quinn for DC. Like you need to pair Harley with somebody. Yeah, that's why that's Harley the- and Poison Ivy works really well for me. Or uh, you know, maybe even some other characters. Deadpool works like well Cable, with Cable. Yeah. He's worked, you know, well with. I think Lady Deathstrike could like. It serve could. As, it was go, working. Yeah, yeah serve as a nice foil. Um, but they're not focusing on that relationship as much as the relationship between him and his love interest, uh, Genevieve, and who is doesn't have the deadpanness that is needed. To yeah, play right. Yeah. Uh, Genevieve's She's kind just, of as crazy. They, She's too competent. They, they yeah, yeah they're uh, too competent. Yeah. <laughs> one thing I will say: the art is beautiful. Uh, Javier Pina is a fantastic artist, and. I felt like the art on the series has been really good, but it was elevated in this issue. Mm-hmm. Anything else with the issues? Mm-mm. No. Oh, Ooh. as always, we like to wrap up with a little something we call Plug Me Daddy, where each of us get a chance to quickly highlight something that we've read, seen, or heard, and wanted to share with you guys. Our, our little, little homo. Little storm homos. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Little baby homos. Uh, I I feel like let's I sh- start with Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, uh, why don't you start? Thanks. Uh, I felt like I shat on Al Ewing earlier, so I'm gonna redeem myself oh or my redeem God, him. You did uh, by saying I, on you? I decide yes. Oh, that's great. Uh, I've gone back to reading all of Al Ewing's early Marvel stuff, starting with Mighty Avengers, which I never read when it was coming out, mostly because the Greg Land art put me off, and I didn't want to buy the comic. Well. Hickman was doing, um, you know, Avengers and New Avengers. Remender was doing Uncanny Avengers. So uh, Mighty Avengers was the only book I wasn't reading. It's really good, y'all. Like, you could tell even in early Marvel stuff, Ewing had the fucking chops. When it was is, this and what was it? It was 2013. It was it came out of the Infinity storyline. It's when all the Avengers were out in space. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Luke Cage comes up with his own little team. They're almost like a Heroes for Hire Blue Marvel. team. Blue Marvel's part of it. White Tiger's part of it. Uh, it's like the best Marvel snap deck ever, really. It's funny, yeah. Uh, but it's it's a very fun book, and so I'm gonna go and like read. Like I think there's a through line that Ewing has with a lot of his storylines that he likes to like reference older stuff. So I'm gonna go and read all his stuff. It's great. Read it, Marvel nice. Unlimited. Uh, 
I watched the Power Rangers movie last week, and I was As still did I. yes, and we were not going to review it because it's not good. Um, Mm-mm. but uh, but I was in that mood to watch more stuff, and I was like, maybe I'll watch some of the show. The show sucks, so I was like trying to find something to read. There's a <laughs> <laughs> sorry, you you watched the you show, turned it off, and read the book. I, I was like, what if the new season's Good. Oh, no, this God is what's not a season. Yeah. It's one episode. No, they're like one movie. Beast Morphers are now or something. Oh, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Oh, sh- yeah, oh, no, the newer. Any, anyway, yeah. so I so I looked. I was just trying New to find Gay something. Just dropped. It's a Beast Morpher. <laughs> <laughs> but so I'm reading a manga now. That's Go Go Loser Rangers, and it's like uh, it I basically. If it goes awry and like all like the bad guys get together and they actually start winning, because at the end like Power Rangers win every single episode, so it's a take on that and it's really fun. Oh, yeah. Okay. A do they? Different. Do any of them die? Uh, you'll have to read and find out. Okay, that's it. Yes. The, the only thing I liked about Power Rangers that what? that special, oh yeah, the special. once and forever, or whatever, was yeah, that. I mean, spoilers. This is not what I liked about it, but um, that Trini died in the first minute of the thing. Mm-hmm. You like because that. she died in two, real the real one, one died yeah. in like two thousand one. Yeah, but um, so it's all about. It's basically about a gay couple and their adopted daughter. Ah, it's not really, saying. but like no, Zach and Billy, the black and blue rangers, yeah. are the main characters in this, and oh, then the, the um, yeah. daughter of Trini, Jeez. and it's literally just like. I'm mad at the dad version. I'm mad at Billy. Yeah. I'm not mad at Zach. Da, 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 da. The and other they, actors didn't want to be in it, so they still pretend that they're in the show oh yeah, they or got the movie, the, but they, it's not. Well, because well, Joe Johnson's on it, but the, the, the yellow the, the red lady, couldn't be in it because lady. he has all these like federal charges for uh, economic shit. Pink didn't want to be in it, so they just got the other red and pink rangers from yes. like the later yes, yes, seasons. Yes. And I wanted to fuck Rocky for years. But of course. Yeah, of course. But both of them are such bad actors. Also, Billy's a really Wait, bad actor. Wait, do Bulk and Skull come back? No, they're, they're there's dead. a no. picture on that one point. Oh, picture. that's adorable. They work at like some, own some restaurant. I don't know. Any, Anyways, any terrible. Any What's terrible. your plug other um, than that? So there's a new show called Mrs. Davis on Peacock. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah which is David, da- uh, David, David Lindelof's um, next show after... Um, Watchmen. It not that it starts off slow. It's just they build off this bizarre mythology. Yeah. There's like this whole religious a- aspect. They're trying to find the Holy Grail, but purposely saying the fact that it's just some dumb MacGuffin and it's like the MacGuffin and MacGuffins and it shouldn't exist and it's just a waste of time. But it's so strange. It's Mrs. Davis is this computer uh, like a um, I don't know basically some AI sort of or, oh yeah exactly yeah. who like tells people what to do and then they're all talking to your pieces and Miss uh, Betty Gilpin plays Simone who's a nun. Who is against it? All this—it's fucking strange. Yeah, it's really, it's really good. good though. We've watched a couple of episodes. Yeah, and it, episode it, they dropped all four episodes at once, and then there's gonna be weekly on Thursdays the next four. It's strange. Uh, visit Britain, which is an ad uh, agency to encourage people to visit Great Britain, <laughs> has a campaign called uh, "Fake Brit Till You Make It." And it's a very cute series of videos and an online activity. Uh, the videos are a bunch of different shots of uh, particular regions in uh, in England and Scotland. Like, oh, this is Essex or this is Glasgow. And they have these floating heads from people <laughs> who are like from that region doing their accent saying, Oh, you think you can do this accent? Well, here, let me show you some words, and let's see if you can do it. And they try and teach you, that's and it's fun. fabulous. That's pretty fun. It's like, oh, I'm Glaswegian. Oh, this is Bonnie. Oh, that's Bonnie. Oh, Bonnie. And they're just looking at different areas in Scotland. 
and it's super fun. You can take a quiz online. Well, I'd say fake it's fake off. Brit till you make it. That's a <laughs> really, good name. Really rolls off the, <laughs> the tongue. Yeah. The B R in Brit is in parentheses <laughs> to help you. It's, I get it. Okay. Yeah. Um, what am I gonna give a shout out for? I recently got um a Steam Deck. So what it is is it's a basically a handheld. A clean, cleans your deck. <laughs> what a guy handheld. <laughs> I literally wasn't going to make this plug because I knew immediately it would run off the rails. Sorry. Uh, no. It's so perfect. so when he takes a Steam Deck on you, it runs off your rails. <laughs> <laughs> But it's for anyone that knows, so Steam is a like online launcher for PC ga- gaming. I'm really getting choked up here. Um, hmm. And so I, they sell their own platform, essentially. And so you it accesses their app store. You can download games on it. Anything you buy on your computer, you can play on the Steam Deck. And uh, it is, as a gamer, I'm so excited now because it's not going to like, it plays a lot of pretty high-end games pretty well. It's not going to be like this like upper echelon type thing, but it's fucking a portable PC gaming console. It's so much fun. I've downloaded so many random fucking games that aren't accessible on. So like, even if you don't like big AAA games, all I've been downloading is like indie games that are either early access, lots of RPG type stuff. So, um, just fucking buy it. It was on sale a couple of, uh, like a month or two ago. And that's when I picked it up, but would highly recommend it. It's like, I think they're supporting more and more games every day. I'm getting to play like an old Japanese RPG series that I wouldn't be able to touch. Um, so Buy that fucking thing. Yeah. Buy right now. <laughs> buy right now. Bye, bye, bye. That's been our episode. You can find us on Twitter at Homo Superior X and Instagram at Homo Superior Podcast. You should follow us on those. Yes. You don't just find us. You can follow us. Rate hit and that, review us. Hit that smash button. Rate can and I, review us. And if you rate and review us, we'll go to your house and steam, and review your, you. steam your deck. Yes. <laughs> we promise. Can I make one yes. extra special plug yes. uh, for our sixth year anniversary? Yeah. Please. Whatever you do this weekend, make sure to ride that lightning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate you. Bye. 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 Thanks Bye. for six years.